Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, grow you as a disciple, and help you serve His purpose. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. You know, so often God has used a dream as a source. You know, in history we talk about sources. Go back to the source. Get everything you need from the source. You know, go back and get another, another drink of water from that, that well and then you've got what you need. God uses dreams that way. Like these are supernatural tools that God uses and he's used them all throughout history. An idea that, that you know, springs from an inspired word. It can be a vision that you have. It can, it, but it basically we're talking today about a picture of the future and usually it's a picture of a different scenario than the one you're in now a better place being in a new space being open and free instead of confined having got that thing that desire of your heart that you've been hanging out for as Pastor Mel was just talking about the vision the goal the idea the picture sustains us that's the idea Moses saw a burning bush that wasn't getting burned up and went what's going on there that's a supernatural phenomenon but I'm sure many times when the man who had a stutter and couldn't speak was being used as a spokesperson for God he he remembered I feel nervous but I remember what he showed me he can do anything God used dreams to speak to foreign kings that were enemies of his people and say, you better be careful, you don't do that. And they would wake up terrified. He speaks to people in dreams. He uses dreams to guide us. He's been doing it for all of history. I don't even have time to go through the examples. There are famous visual artists who have the dream and then wake up and create what they dreamed. They see the picture and then they paint it. He's been using dreams and visions, ideas, goals, pictures to motivate us and to help us and to support us for all of history. When Jesus was a baby in the womb and after, he gave very specific instructions to his father, Joseph, in dreams. He woke up and said, sorry, we're moving. We're going there. Why? God spoke to me in a dream. We've got to go. Dreams are powerful. It's the spiritual stuff and it's awesome. And it hasn't changed. God's not different today. Acts 2.17 says, quotes Joel, the old, old time prophet, just to make sure we understand that it hasn't got tired, it hasn't got old. God still uses dreams and visions to inspire us and to motivate us. Tim preached about a dream needing a plan attached to it, some sort of a plan, right? People will come up here today with their dreams written on their cards. They'll come up and they'll bring their dream and their dreams will get blessed and they'll get anointed and we'll pray pray prayers of agreement with you. And what will happen next? Over the coming weeks, God may speak to you and give you a plan, a strategy for your dream. Not just a pipe dream, but a dream with legs on it. He might only give you the next step, the first step. And when you're obedient and you step out in faith, he'll give you the next one. But he will guide you. There'll be guidance that kicks in as a result of you coming forward today and saying, this is my dream. I'm laying it all out there, God. I'm putting it in front of you. He will come and he'll give you ideas and he'll inspire your mind. You know, to move forward, sometimes you've got to let go of something that's old 
something that's tired, it's had its day, it's not helping you anymore, never did. you got to let it go so you can move, right? So you can move forward. Some things, people, another thing that's going to happen is people are going to come forward with dreams and over the coming weeks, God's going to start urging you through your conscience to just drop some things and let them go. That's the way forward is to let that go. I speak to way too many men who can't conceive a life without pornography because it's got its hooks in them so bad. But I'm telling you, it's possible to live free from that. It is a self-destructive force that got introduced into your life to destroy you and you can be free of it. And it might be something that you have to drop and let go of in order to move forward. Or like me, historically, I'm talking decades ago, as a young man, I used to just not tell the truth all the time. It was a pattern that I had. Sure, I'll come to your party. No intention of going. People didn't believe a word I said. Why? God spoke to me. If you need to move forward with your life, if you really want to push after those things, you're going to have to drop that and let it go. You have a pattern. You're a liar. I mean, it's not a big deal. You just exaggerate a little bit. But that's... He, he told me about me. That's lying. Stop doing it. You need to be cured of that pattern. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. So I dropped it and let it go. And, and similar other habits and, and patterns in your life, God might show you over the coming weeks. And you might go, wow, I didn't even realize. And that might happen. In Luke 14, Jesus talks about it. He says, who in their right mind would set in place a project or pursue a thing without first counting the cost. Well, look, there's going to be something involved here. You're going to have to let something go. And that will be a cost of this, but it'll be worth it. The future will be so worth it. It's a Bible pattern. Dream, strategy, walk it out with obedience and we start to change. We grow as people. We're different. 12 months from now, you'll look back and go, I am not that person anymore amazing. How did that happen? Like a frog in boiling water, God just led me step by step and here I am and I'm different, transformed. Mark 10, Jesus actually even talks about leaving some relationships behind. The thing you might have to drop and let go of could be that really, really unhelpful soul who you've known for ages, so you sort of like, you know, you stick together and they're your friend, but, you know, they're critical and they don't really help you. It's a toxic relationship. And God might just peel back the layers and show you that and you might go, oh man, this is tough. But uh, yeah, I'm just not going to call you anymore. When I want to be encouraged, you don't help. <laughs> Some people are going to patronize your dream. Some people are going to mock your dream. Don't hang out with those people. God's going to show us step by step and we'll walk it out and we'll see our dream fulfilled if we're obedient and we keep going. 2024, that's the plan. You like it? So what's going to happen now is the team of people that are prepared to pray with you, to anoint your dreams, to speak into your life, to pray prayers of agreement are all going to come and stand up the front here. And people who've been hanging out for this because two weeks ago you wrote your dream on your card and you brought it and you're ready, you can come up straight away and we're going to pray with you about your dream and anoint it and bless it. And people who've come, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't worry. There's a card on the seat beside you. 
if you want to just chill there and sit and ask God to speak to you and show you a picture of the future that fills you with hope, that inspires you with faith, then you sit there until that comes and then write it on your card and then come up. But if you're ready, just stand up straight away and come down here and let's, let's get started. The rest of the service is just going to be this. We're going to be praying over people's dreams with some music. So make yourself comfortable. Wait on God or jump up here and let's pray together. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.